everyone, and welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel A. Moodis, and we are glad to be back. I'm joined by my beloved co-host, David May Moodis. Hello, everyone. And the Sounders getting the win today over the Chicago Fire, but sadly, CCL didn't go as great as... What we had hoped for. Sounders losing by a hair and a penalty shootout of the second leg. Yes, we hate shootouts, but we're going to get to all of that. When, when we last talked, uh, it was before the Sounders uh, were down uh, and played in Honduras. That game ended 2-2. Both games ended 2-2. And that uh, 2-2 tie, really a pretty good result for the Sounders, getting the two away goals. And, but the Sounders... Had a two-goal lead in this first game. Gave it up late. Um, let's talk about both goals. So first, Jao Paolo, debut, debut, gets a goal. What do you think of that one? That was a great strike. He's you know shown already. He has great sense on the ball. Um, good instincts. You know, we've seen in these first three games that he's going to be a great addition to the Sounders. And then Jordan Morris would follow up on the rebound, uh, the shot by Jovan Jones, I believe. No, I th- uh, Lear Dumb. I think it was Lear Dumb since it was from the right side. Um, might have been Jones, though. Uh, following it up there to put it in makes it 2-0. Thoughts on this play? Um, again, Morris using his quickness just somehow seems to be able to get to the ball half step closer. This one, he only had to run 10 feet to get to it. But still did a good job getting there. Uh, so then Olympia's two goals uh, in this game would be scored by a player who should have possibly not been on the field. Assuming you don't think you're allowed to just kick the goalkeeper when you feel like it? Exactly. So w- what's your take on, on this? Uh, yellow card to Fry, yellow card to the Olympia player. Should it have been a red card? Um, you know, I don't know what Fry did to get his yellow card. It was pretty clear he was unhappy. No VAR member in CCL. Yep, it did make me appreciate the VAR. I had a feeling that if that replay could have been watched, he might not have been on the field much longer. I didn't actually see a full replay of it myself, so I don't really remember whether I thought that it was a, a reckless play. Uh, it, it's bad. Play. He's not getting to it. Fry... Clearly has it, cleats into the side of Fry. I mean, you, you've seen uh, I, uh, Fry tweeting a picture of of his side. Right, but the question always, pretty, you know, as a striker myself, if the goalkeeper unexpectedly takes a step towards the striker, it can be hard to avoid that kind of contact. I didn't have a sense of how egregious the, the play was. Uh, well, anyway, game ended 2-2, and the Sounders just looked tired at the end, giving uh, two sloppy goals. Yep, definitely clear which team was closer to being in midseason form, and also the Sounders doing a lot of traveling to get down there, clearly. And we had a chance uh, to to get the third goal um, just about like two minutes after we made it 2-0. Um, something that would continue in the Sounders' MLS debut today. Uh, leaving some pretty wide open shots at the goal on, you know, un unshot, um, but yeah, in that case, it ended up costing them. 
Yeah, Morris uh, unselfishly pat, trying to pass at the end, but he could have just shot um, and could have made it 3-0. Could have been even more over because um, when you get that third goal, that can be huge. Yep, and obviously, you know, he has to make a split-second decision, try to decide which way to go with the ball. Uh, in that case, it... You know, tried to get a tap in, but didn't quite. wasn't quite able to put it across goal. Okay, uh, so moving on to the second leg. Olympia getting their, their go-ahead go to make it 3-2 on aggregate early in the first half. So 1-0 uh, was the score, and it was 3-2 on aggregate. Then... Uh, the Sounders would equalize, make it 3-3 on aggregate. Christian Rodon uh, would score. And then Jao Paulo would make it 2-1 on the day. 4-3 on aggregate. Comes in late into the box. Hits it well. Another great goal for him. But then late 86th minute, Sounders concede a goal. A pretty good goal. Thoughts? then as it would go to penalties yeah you know obviously the Sounders did look a little tired it was pretty clear which team was in mid-season form and which team was playing its first competitive game um, so the Sounders uh, will have to be careful about giving up goals like this because they like to attack they're not really a great possession team so they're going to give other teams chances unless they can uh, either score a few more insurance goals or tighten up their defense some more uh, so, and then, so we go to the shootout, and the Sounders send up Raul Diaz, Joe Paulo, they convert. Christian Rodon, who's having a good game, he got the assist on Joe Paulo's goal. He also has a goal himself. Blasts it over. And after what we've seen, how... Just the transformation we've seen Rodon go through from being signed in 2015. This was embarrassing. Sure. I mean, I guess, you know, he's growing up into a, a seasoned professional. But, um, yeah, that was the enthusiastic young kid trying to overkick the ball, trying to, you know, rip it through the back of the net, ends up putting it 10 feet over the bar. And then Kelvin Neardom would see his shot get saved. So all they needed to do was score. They did. Sounders are the only MOS team that did not advance to the next round. So, for me, I'm rooting against all MOS teams since I want the Sounders to be the first team to win CCL. How do you feel? I will not do that. I will root for the MLS teams on general principle. Even LAFC. LAFC did make a big comeback. Down 2-0 in Mexico. Comeback. Win 3-0 at Bank of California Stadium. I reserve the right to change my mind about any specific team. But. I, I just feel I cannot root for them or Atlanta. Um, yeah. Can't do it. Still hoping Sounders be the first team to... Uh, Play against the UEFA Champions League well, winners in the in the FIFA Club World Cup. Just wait for next year. We still do have the Campeones Cup uh, coming later this season. So still. Yep, coming up in playing. the summer. Sounds good. Uh, so 
other so MLS started yesterday. Nashville getting their uh, season underway. They would lose um, to Atlanta. Joseph Martinez has tore his ACL in that game. About 20 minutes to go left in the game. Atlanta was already winning. Big, big loss for them. An unfortunate collision. You could kind of see he was really unhappy with his knee right right at the, at the time of the contact. Uh, but it wasn't clear that it was that bad an injury. So if he really is out for the season, obviously that's too bad for them. And he actually came back on for a couple minutes after he was initially injured and then he fell down and had to be stretchered off. But then he, we saw him walking again, but then to actually leave the stadium, he left again. And then um, just one thing that we were wondering about, just the broadcast of this Nashville game. They were claiming that there were 60,000 fans there. The stadium is apparently only about a 69,000 uh, seat stadium, which is about the same size as CenturyLink. Some large areas blocked off. That that stadium was not that full. But anyway, it is nice to see another team that at least has a goal of filling an entire football stadium. Yeah, I, I will agree about that. So let's get into this game that we just witnessed uh, this afternoon against Chicago. The Sounders deserving the win. They won 2-1. to one. A little slow in the first half, even though they did have, they did have chances. But Colorado definitely looked better at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half. Uh, they would score first. And it, it was a good goal. It was... First minute of the second half. Catching the Sounders napping a little bit. Ended up with a two-on-one right in front of the goal. Ball off the chest uh, of... uh, I'm just going to butcher this player's name. Mihailovic. Off the chest. And then uh, Beric takes... I think it took like just one bounce and hit it with his laces. It's a good finish. It has so much pace that Fry's not going to save it. In the lower corner past Fry. But then uh, Sounders would equalize. The goal would get disallowed for an offsides, which was a little bit before the actual pass to Rodon. Three passes before the, before the goal was scored, but I think a correct call. Jordan Morris not quite getting into an onside position. Yeah, in the end, they got it right. And for the most part, I, I said we were saying that the ref, Alex Chilowitz, had a good game. Um, first yellow card was not shown until the 72nd minute, but there definitely could have been more shown. I mean, there was a cleat to the face. Um, that was not given a yellow card very early in the match. Um, that was the first one that I thought should have been a yellow card. And then there were some, some other chances. Um, the Sounders also denied a penalty. Um, Raul Diaz didn't argue, but a player was going to ground and made himself bigger with his hand. I thought this was a penalty. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, they, it did hit his elbow, but his elbow was just an inch or two off his body. I think that's an example of something where, you know, the arm 
wasn't in an egregiously uh, vulnerable place. It was just more the process of him doing a slide uh, and an unlucky bounce. I think it could have certainly been given as a penalty, would have been a very harsh penalty. Um, so the Sounders would get back two level terms in the 62nd minute. Jordan Morris finishing off uh, a wonderful pass from Christian Rodon. Fully extended leg. Hit with a lot of pace into the middle. Jordan hits it down into the turf and it ends up in the back of the net. It, Jordan makes this look a lot easier than I think it is. Right. Same and thing with Rodon. And again, Jordan Morris doing a great job breaking in on a ball. You know, again, not very far to run, but not not easy at all to get there, to get to that ball before the other players converging on it. And we did not even say Jordan Morris came on at halftime. Um, we're guessing just because he played about 80 minutes of that game against Olympia. Um, also for the lineup, so instead of him, Abara, Miguel Abara played. Um, for me, he felt a little slow. Um, wasn't very impressed with him uh, in this game very much. Uh, thoughts on him in this one? Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. You know, he had some good touches, um, but in general, yeah, the Sounders seemed a little slow, not as creative as you'd like, not as aggressive as you'd like, and things definitely picked up in the second half when Jordan came on. Shane O'Neill also given the start at center back. Uh, he was he started the game, the second leg. Um, yeah, and I thought he did well today. There was one time he lost the ball on the back line that could have resulted in a goal. Yeah, he was. I think he was trying to shield it out, and then the player still managed to get around him. That was pretty nerve-wracking. There were a couple times he got into good offensive positions where Shane O'Neill probably isn't the player you want with a good attacking chance. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was surprised to see him. Um, he started against Olympia. Um, because of what we were, what is being reported as visa issues with Yamar Gomez, but Yamar was on the bench today and he didn't start, um, so I was surprised about that. I would expect to still see Yamar next week against the Crew. Um, we're gonna keep an eye on that moving forward. And also, we'll be watching out for the return of Ladero and Svensson who we would very much like to see on the field to see how they work together with Joe Paulo. Yeah. He's done a great job by himself, but easy to remember, he's not supposed to be our best midfield player. Yeah, I'm so excited to see Ladero and Paulo um, start linking up together. Um, Ladero said media day Friday that he was getting close, and I thought he was going to play today, but then he was ruled out on Saturday. Um, still there, did the scarves up with his kiddo, um, him and Svensson bringing the trophy, good to see Kim Kihi, he was also there, Hanwala Buana, uh, Bruin, getting close, well, um, well for Bruin, Svensson, and Ladero, we'll hope to see them soon, same thing with Buana. He wasn't on the bench today. I'm so a little surprised by that. But then the Sounders would grab the win. 90 plus 3 minute Jordan Morris. Corner kick by Jao Paolo. Off the head of Rodon. Morris. Jordan Morris. Onsides. Good finish. 
My kind of range. Uh, 2-1 Sounders. Anything else to add from this game? Nope. Harry Ship also came on and, uh, you know, seemed like he had and some who And Nuhu came on. I'm trying to think. No trademark Nuhu runs as far as I can remember. Uh, he got forward like he was doing. He definitely helped uh, push the team forward. Of course, he started both games in Olympia. Didn't get the start today as Jovan Jones was pushed back uh, in this one. Uh, but I would say deserved win. Chicago did have chances as we look at the stats. Sounders ending with 54% possession, 46% Chicago. 16 shots, 6 on goal versus Chicago's 12 shots, 3 on goal. 8 corner kicks for the Sounders, 4 for Chicago. A lot of offsides. What? Let's let's go back. What did you think that we were sitting right around uh, AR two, which from the TV would be the one on the far side. Fans around us weren't very pleased with the AR on that side. Right. Obviously, in the stadium, you don't get to see any of the replays. Um, I thought that the AR was being unfairly criticized. Was doing a reasonable job getting back and being even with the plays um and yeah the one thing i will say is that a referee and i told you this before that when you're in ar if you want to uh i one thing that they 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 tell you is if you're going to raise your flag and you're running really fast slow down stop then put your flag up don't put it up while you're running. He did this a couple times. It looks sloppy. It might take a little longer, but you're going to make the call. And again, and I thought he had a good game. You know, easy for you to say, keeping up with a 16-year-old, he's trying to keep up with Jordan Morris and raise his flag. So it, it, that is also true. It does not seem like the easiest job out there. So what, what do you think about the game coming up, Matt? So we're playing Columbus next Saturday, CenturyLink Field. Columbus with a good start to their season so far, uh, taking down New York City FC, one of the top teams from last year. They beat, yeah, yeah, they beat them uh, today as well, 1-0. So that game is at our, our next game, 7 o'clock. Uh, Caleb Porter coming back. To Century Link Field with Darlington Nagby in tow. Um, you know, I actually like Caleb. I actually like Caleb Porter um, a fair amount, but also he's just got such a punchable face. Especially when he's leading the the Timbers against us. So we'll see whether it's just as annoying to play against him in this incarnation. Yeah, they scored 56 minute. Um, Zella Rayon uh, with the goal um, in in uh, in that one. So what lineup? What lineup do you think we'll see? I guess the hope is that we'll get uh, Morris starting, Ladero on the field, and Sensen on the field, substituting yep. in for Delem and and, and and we'll hope that well, uh, we'll hope that Bruins ready, and then if Bruins ready. 
then maybe Ibarra's not coming on the field. It may it could still happen. Um, what did you think of Danny Leva in this game, by the way? Well, he was the one who was substituted uh, at halftime um, to make way for for Jordan Morris. I didn't notice him. I forgot that he was in the game. It didn't seem like he did that much. Jordy Lem was definitely getting around more than he was. Um, that's why, and it seemed like that's why he was was sacrificed. Um, we also didn't mention we did uh, Harry Ship. He was the final sub in this game. Um, I was impressed with his play in this game. What do you think about uh, Holy Ship? Yeah, he you know happened to come on right in front of us on the field, so we could see a lot of him. Um, but yeah, he looked good. He looked active, and you know hard to know how much to uh, credit him versus um, Morris and Roldan, obviously for that final goal. But the Sounders did look lively, lively at the end of the game. Looked like they were the ones who had a good chance to score. And we were glad to see that they were able to. And I'm just now seeing that in Columbus, uh, New York game, um, New York City had a man sent off in the third minute of the game. Um, so that definitely seems like it probably made an impact. But So probably not a sign that Columbus is as overall strong as it might have seemed. From yeah, it, it made, it, I mean, they, they didn't score until the 56th minute. Um, it, the game was in Columbus, um, but but still, okay, um, so Devaney will make Devaney made a difference. We just have to make sure the Sounders keep their emotions in check. You know, Ladero doesn't get himself sent off for arguing. Also, like uh, Zardes, um, remember he's he's with the Columbus Crew now. Um, they they also have Fernando Adi. He came on. In the 80th minute for Jassy Zardes in this game. Has Jassy Zardes dyed his hair yellow or anything like that to match his new uniform? I think his hair is still his same mohawk. The same, like, the the whitest mohawk. Well, we'll see. Maybe he'll do something more creative with it for the fans. Yeah. Fernando Adi, when we played at Cincinnati last year, didn't... Um, he had some chances. Of course, he didn't score in that game. But um, we, we know the damage he can do. We'll be paying attention to that. With some Sounders histories, we'll be looking forward to that game next week. Okay. Score prediction. What are you going with? (sighs) Let's see. I'll predict we're going to keep all 11 players on the Sounders on the field. And I'm going to predict 3-0 Sounders. Who's scoring? Uh, Let's see. One for... Joe Paulo, uh, one for Jordan Morris, and one for Roldan, who will finally get an assist for Morris and not have something called back with an unfair offside. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to say a bigger win, 4-0. Ladero, I'm going to say Ladero's back. Two goals for Ladero. One goal for Joe Paulo. And, um... Yamar Gomez is going to become my new Roman Torres, and he's going to score. He's going to get his MOS goal. It's going to take him a lot less time than it took Roman Torres to get his. And then I will make have to make that prediction a lot less. But Well, that sounds yeah. good. I will be happy if we can see all those players on the field. I think the Sounders are in a good place to do well this year. Sounders uh, keeping their agreement 
with with Fox and Joe TV. Um, so one of those networks will be covering the game. It's at 7 o'clock. It's next Saturday. Be there and make sure that you keep your... Scarves up. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Scarves Up Podcast.